Blog Talk Radio. and assorted listeners all over the world. It is I, William Powell, the undisputed, the undefeated king of DC media. Welcome to the show, everybody. Tonight's guest is highly talented DMV area actress Tia Day. We'll have her on in a hot minute, but first, let me tell you that on November 14th, I'll have on another actor from the DC area, my man, Al Toro Prince Black, actor and director extraordinaire, yes, indeed. Let me tell you about this show's brand new Twitter page where you can listen to all my old best shows. To do that, go to twitter.com forward slash inside underbar acting. That's a capital I, capital A, twitter.com forward slash inside acting. So, all right, I see that uh, Tia has joined us, so let me bring her on in. Good evening, Tia. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Will. How are you? Oh, oh, never better. Never better. All right. Very excited about this show. So let's just plunge right in. Now, the word on the street is uh, the film Thick is getting some fantastic press and buzz. So tell me, who do you play in it? I play the role of Teresa James. Okay, tell me a little bit more about uh, Teresa James. Uh, well, Teresa pretty much is a uh, apartment complex um, magnet. She is um, doing a lot um, to leverage in the community with um, crime and some other things. Uh, it's due to the recession that took place back in 2010, but... You know what's happening is my my not only the people that are working for me, but my uh, my wife in a sense is actually going against me as well. So I have several different people that um, that want my head, <laughs> and okay. um, you know Teresa is, is very dominant and uh, in control of things. So yeah, I play a, a very very controlling role this time. Hmm. So this. Just go back in time and uh, talk about how you got that role. Uh, well, I actually had uh, went in for an audition. I overlooked, um, purposely overlooked the lead role for Miss um, James because I was very interested in the role of Nina, uh, young uh, young lady who plays um, uh, my assassin in the movie. So Mm -hmm. I was very um, intrigued by that role, so I went out and I auditioned a few times. And um, once I got a call back from Mr. Green letting me know that they wanted me to come in and um, audition for the role of Teresa, I was was happy, surprised, and a little scared at the same time because that Mm. was my first role. Oh, fantastic. So what's... 
special about working with Anthony Green? I know uh, there's a lot of buzz on the street that uh, he's a really good director to work for. Oh, man, he's an awesome talent, uh, awesome writer, director. Um, he's a no-nonsense kind of guy. <laughs> um, but he's definitely passionate about his work, about, um, you know, the business, about his writing, and, and just bringing his writing to life. Uh, Cheryl... Um, Cheryl Brown, who worked uh, beside him with the project, she was also uh, wonderful uh, with making things happen and her co-writing and directing. So we just had a a good time. Anthony, um, really great guy, really great guy. What makes a script great to you i mean what what really really when you pick up a script what makes it stand out from other scripts Hmm. well definitely the storyline um i like to pretty much go with the to see how the dialogue is between myself and um i guess the person that i'm reading opposite Mm -hmm. it's all about the writing um if i feel one thing about me in scripts is when I read it, I read things over and over and over and over. And mm-hmm. it has to jump off the page to me. Right. I and mean, it has to resonate so much so that it, I feel like once I'm, I'm reading and, and if I can read it the first few times and I'm really like, wow, this is a great script, that's something yeah. to me because um, it means that you know, this is a great project. That's the way that I base things. So uh-huh. That's that's how I look at it. And um, surprisingly, most of the scripts that may be a web series or independent films have really been good, uh, good, good scripts to read. Mm. So now, talk about some projects that you would pass on like if you saw a script what would what would be a wax script something that you would you'd say no nah, i don't think i'm going to do this role it really has to be something that if i one thing that i i like to use is is a great gift from my lord and savior is discernment and um if it doesn't sit well with me um it just doesn't sit well with me. I pray about a lot of things. And uh-huh. I ask God, just gives me the, you know, just the insight to know whether or not this is something for me. I've passed on several things, um, stage plays and, and more. And it could just be uh, how things are run. You know, I look at the business side of things, too, the people that I'm dealing with. Are they professional? Right. Um, you know, how is their communication? And then, you know, just looking at people's backgrounds and I'm 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 to the point now in my career that, you know, I do what I say and, and I'm gonna whatever I say I mean it. So I try to make sure that I'm on the ones and twos with what I'm doing and if the people that I'm working with are not, that's kinda like a red flag to me. So I mm. will pass on something even if I feel that it it's a good thing if I see that the business side of things aren't, aren't too good, then, you know, it's something to pass on. Yeah, what are some other examples of red flags? Um, 
it can be a lot of things, you know, just with communication, um, you know, reading scripts. If you have a lot of um, typos in a script, um, mm. I've been doing it long enough where um, it's, it's just certain little nuances that you can catch up or, or just be in tune to once you've been doing it for a while. And I just investigate a lot and, and try to do my homework. So it's more so, again, that discernment that I pray for because some things, it's not about it's not about how much money a person has or how good the set may look or the location of where we're shooting. It's all about, to me and for me, is if I get that feeling. And it's something, again, that I just pray for, but... You know, it's not something that I, I have a checklist and I'm looking for things, but it'll definitely present itself. Yeah, that's a pretty good answer. So let's move on to when you're actually performing, let's say, in front of the camera. Are you one of those actors that likes to improv? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love improv. Improv actually um, can bring about, can make a scene um, far greater than what the director, I mean, well, the writers have written. You know, improv is a beautiful thing because it allows you to become the character, but it also allows you to really bring the character alive so that you can leave a mark and say, oh, <laughs> I definitely remember this character because of this particular scene or because of this particular line. So improv is awesome to me. Yeah, I mean, I've had uh, people on the show before, and they're, they're really big on uh, making sure that they, they keep they stay in character even after the camera stops rolling. And they, they sometimes the director can find some really good material. Even when the scene, the written scene is written, is over, there's still a lot of good material there, and the, the actors just keep right on going. Yeah, absolutely. You should never, you shouldn't always be in character, even for an audition. The only time that you snap out of character is when the uh, cast and director will say, "Okay, cut. That's it. Thank you." Um, but you know, I don't care if there's a dead, awkward silence you should just always remain in character until you hear the word cut. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So what are some actors you've learned from? Um, I would have to say uh, it's, a, it's about four. Um, definitely Tamika Chavis. Um, Tamika is an awesome actress who I've sat back and I've studied her work Um Anthony Anderson with Anacostia is another person that I've sat back and I've watched his work. Um, just knowing people from characters to real life is an amazing thing. Um, and then the last two will be uh, Hope Bellamani and Shaka Bellamani. Um, just the golden nuggets that I get from them um, just off the screen and even on screen um, is amazing to me. Everybody has their... <clears throat> Everybody has their touch to me. And being able to sit back and, and assess people and, you know, know them outside of film work 
that's where I feel like I learn a lot from um, from from different people because it's far more than just being on set. You know, it's about those um, times where I may be struggling with a script. And um, when I say struggling with the script, just, you know, just working on character development and, and may need to, to get some light on things. These are definitely people that I believe that I can call in and, and get some golden nuggets from and, and they can help me along the way. So I would definitely have to say those four. Oh, well, yeah, the, the Tamika's uh, uh, pretty awesome. She was pretty good in uh, Henchman's War, too. Absolutely, absolutely. And I've also worked with Tamika on several other projects. And that was, um, you know, in acting and then with her just being a uh, casting director and also doing some set design stuff that I was able to learn a lot of different things from her. Um, from that aspect, but I, I think T- Tamika is definitely a phenomenal, phenomenal woman and actress as well. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely. Okay, Tia. Now uh, on this show, I do not have a person to screen calls, but I don't know if you were expecting to have anybody to call in and ask a question. Um, I'm always just ready for it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know, I, it's good. All I right. Okay. I never reach out to my, um, my fans, so. I got to be a poor man's, I got to be my own producer here. So, uh, I see a number <laughs> here to let, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the switchboard here is, uh, the last four digits, 4317. Uh, I see people dropping off now. Everybody getting shy now. So, okay. A lot of people call in just to listen, but I don't think they have a question. Uh, right, let's okay. see. I have another, I have another uh, number here, 4455. And, okay. And let's see, 96, 97 dropped off. Okay. I guess they're just, they're just on there just to listen. Okay. So, let's move on. So, um, let's talk about some of um, your web series you've done. Um, web series, uh, to date, one would be my very, very first web series, which is going into its fourth season of production, uh, Anacostia, the web Mm -hmm. series, which is by Mr. Anthony Anderson himself, and uh, another web series that I was involved in, I'm also an associate producer as well as an actress in this web series, um, uh, Beyond City Limits, which is headed by uh, Mr. Kareem Tedaway. And uh-huh. um, Anacostia was my first. Anacostia was my first web series and um, had a lot of fun. And, again, like I said, we're going into production for season four very soon here. So I'm very excited about that. Hmm. Yeah, who do you play in that one? I played the Anna Grayson. I play a feisty young woman who will let you have it at any point. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Um, She has a lot going on, and she's definitely a busybody. But um, we'll see what what she has to give for season four. But I can definitely tell you for season one, um, she was was just uh, full of drama, full of trouble. And um, she came back in um, season three uh, as a surprise bang for the viewers. And uh, a lot of people's jaws had dropped (laughs) when they saw Deanna um, return from the dead, I should say. So, Mm. um, 
yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about that. Hmm. Yeah, and then um, so then talk about your other your other web series, the one you're associate producer on. Right, Beyond City Limits. That was uh, like I said, it was headed by. Kareem Petaway, uh, DKP Productions, Danny Khalil Productions. Um, we came together. He actually played my husband uh, in the first season of Anacostia. Him, myself, April Watson, Mr. Frank Jackson, um, noted producer, uh, writer Frank Jackson. We all came together and um, formulated this idea for Beyond City Limits. I play uh, the mom of one of the uh, main characters, my name is Latrice in this, and it's a very short role. But, again, I was able to to learn some things on the flip side of acting. I was behind the camera this time. I was doing a lot of production work, um, thanks to Kareem. And, um, you know, it was a lot of fun creating Beyond City Limits. I actually just had a chance <clears throat> to... Um, be on the line with one of the uh, actresses from the show. Her name is Kamari Deshay. Um, mm-hmm. Was a phenomenal young actress. Uh, she's in college now. It's filming, but you know we had a lot of fun. I met a lot of great people. Uh, Thomas Bartley Jr., who's out of LA now, who's acting. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamika Chavis also was a part of that uh, web series as well. And, um, you know, just some other uh, great people that I had a chance to work with. Um, but, you know, overall, it's, it's with web series, you can get a lot of press and then you can't and you won't, you know. And this was one of those things that, you know, Kareem Petaway fought really, really hard for. And I commend him and I was just uh, grateful and blessed to be a part of the project. Absolutely. So let's talk about your acting archetype. So what type of character or persona do you play best? Oh, that's a great question. Um, (laughs) Well, I've done a lot of character acting more so, um, you know, no lead roles, but a lot of my, I've I've had a couple of mom roles. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my roles has been like, a, you know, hot pot roles, you know, that around the way girl type of role. And my last role, which was stick, um, people got to see a different side of me. Mm-hmm. So I do pretty much relish in any role that I'm afforded the opportunity. So, mm-hmm. you know. I would have to say, not being biased, but the characters that I'm hired to play, I'm definitely going to bring them alive. May it be a small role like a detective where I played um, in with um, Harborview Filmworks, their uh, project on Second Thought. I had a very, very, very small role as detective number three, but that role was very, very big to me as well, you know, and when people saw me and they was like, wow, you, you dang on sure look like a detective. So <laughs> I would have to say that, <laughs> you know, I put, I put my all into whatever I do on screen or off screen. So anyone who knows me knows that I am extremely passionate. I'm very emotional. And, um, you know, I think those are just great gifts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's true. So um, I want you to go back and think about 
a scene that you've done or scenes you've done where you were you were just in the zone, just completely in the moment. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, definitely to date to start would be um thick. Uh, my role was thick in a scene from the kitchen. Um I'm gonna leave this um to the imagination of everyone but most people once they see this scene they will want to stay away from me a kitchen and a knife <laughs> um <laughs> you know i had a I, I was really 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 into this particular scene i was into the role but this particular scene i was able to not only deliver the lines that were um given but I was able to improv, and I believe that the improv uh, with this scene really made the scene. So that's the kitchen scene from Stick. Uh, two other scenes, one being when I was <laughs> first season of Anacostia, I, uh, you know, the, everybody in the community that I was wanted to be friends with, I wanted to be in this little clique, and they just put me as a, outcast you know I had started so much trouble that you know they really didn't want to deal with me but uh we had a scene where we were clothing store and I really got into the scene because I just had to tell them about themselves you know Mm -hmm. they they had been acting as if you know I was just just anything and I and I really had to tell them about themselves so that was um Season one of Anacostia, I believe it was actually episode uh, five or six. I'm not exactly sure what the episode was. And then finally, when um, I was presented with the opportunity from Harborview Filmworks, uh, which is headed by Shaka Bellamani and Hope Bellamani, for their um, project called Passion at 52, they said, Tia, we need for you <clears throat> to speak in Spanish. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, man, I, I don't know how to speak in Spanish. And Shaka Bellavani looked at me and he said, I know you can do it. I've seen your work. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I took it and um, I studied the Spanish line that I had. And when I tell you I delivered that line, uh, Hope and Shaka were so proud of me because I was very excited about Delivering the line, not just delivering the line, but becoming what they wanted me to become for that role. And mm. it was actually very, very well. People who don't know me and don't know that I don't speak Spanish <laughs> will probably mm-hmm. think that I speak fluent Spanish after that mm-hmm. role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. And what were you saying if you translated in English? Do you know? Do you remember? Um, basically, that the guests have arrived and they are coming in. Something to that effect. Now, I can tell you the line right now. I would just have to go back and remember the translation and <laughs> look it up again. <laughs> but it was Nuestros Invitado Angelegado. So I was oh. letting the doctor know that the, that the guests were here. Oh, wow. Fantastic. That's fantastic. Yes. Tell me about Dead Money. Oh, Dead Money, Dead Money. Um, another blessing. Uh, Frank Jackson is is um, is an awesome writer, producer, director himself. 
He actually called me, I don't want to say at the last minute, but he called me and said, Hey, Tia, I got this role for you. Um, it's a very small role. You're playing the mom of one of um, one of the main characters. Man, what you think? Can you, can you do it for me? And I said, Sure. You know, and he sent me over the script, and within two days, I was filming. And mm. a lot of people that have seen Dead Money, and they saw the role that I played. I played a 50-year-old mom where mm. um, not only was I on drugs, but I also needed a new heart. Mm. And uh, Laura Lee, Laura Lee, a uh, phenomenal makeup artist, uh, she made me look 50. But um, that was a that role was very significant because you know me being a, a young actress uh -huh. uh, agreeing to, to play a role of a fifty year old. You know, not only am I concerned if I'm going to uh, you know maybe sound like a fifty year old, but I'm also looking at can I really drive this and bring it to life. And which right. I did, and again, it goes back to me. I pray over every role that I get, and um, you know, I just always just ask God to deposit the things inside of me that I can bring and, and exude out. You know, so Dead Money was. Um, I kind of I, I like to say that Dead Money was one of uh, those films after uh, Anacostia that really. Uh, put my, my resume on the map. Okay, so we're coming up on about uh, a little bit over three minutes to go. So uh, where can we go see Thick? Well, Thick will be playing on November the 21st. Um, this is the second premiere for Thick. Uh, the first premiere was sold out. And that's going to be November the 21st, 7 p.m. at the West End Cinema which is located at 2301 M Street Northwest. Uh, you can get your tickets. I suggest that people get their tickets ASAP. You can get them online at the West End Cinema um, website. Um, the theater holds only 75 people, and 40% of the tickets have already been sold. So I suggest that people uh, jump online tonight, sometime this weekend, and get your tickets for thick. All right. Okay, and so uh, what's the hot new project you've got coming up? Uh, well, again, I'm about to go into production for season four of Anacostia. Um, I was also elected to play um, a role in um, Antoine Timoni's, I mean, T-Money, excuse me, Antoine T-Money's production CEO, um, which I'll be going into production for that very soon. Um, I'm also... Not just an actress, but I'm a singer, and um, okay. I'm working on some new material with my management, Rad One Entertainment. I just got back from Philly last week with um, very uh, wonderful singer-songwriter Eric Lamar, man, just doing some great things. So be looking forward to some new music from me in the month of November. And um, again, I have also. I was offered a role in the Harold Jackson the third. Uh, he has a film coming up called Jericho Road. So he's working in conjunction with uh, Harborview Film Works, and um, very very excited about that. Um, so those are three projects that I have right well four that I have right now on the map 
And um, just preparing myself is always just sharpening my axe. Right, right. And uh, quickly, uh, how can uh, fans keep up with you? Uh, well, people can definitely find me on Facebook. My fan page is Tia Day, T-I-A-D is in David, A-E. And um, you can also find me on Instagram, same name. Twitter is Miss Tia Day. That's M-S-T-I-A-D-A-E. And um, right now my Tia Day website is under construction, but people can always get me there and um, definitely stay in tune. All right. Hey, well, thanks for coming on the show, Tia. I really enjoyed it. Well, thank you for having me, Will. I really, really appreciate you having me on tonight. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime, anytime. Okay, well, you have a fantastic night and a blessed week. All right, and you do the same. All right. Okay. Night. Thanks. And let me leave you with this quote, dear listeners, from Matthew 6.33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Night. Night.